Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatma.com. Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness, a daily podcast devoted to spirituality and self-help. If you're new, I want to welcome you. If you're returning, welcome back. So today I wanted to talk to you about speaking up for yourself and being an advocate for yourself and asking for help when you need it. I know I've done a podcast episode like this before, but again, I'm divinely guided to talk about the topics that I talk about on my show. So there's someone out there who needs to hear this again. I want to relate to you what happened to me this week. You know, going through what my children and I have been through in the past few weeks has been rough, to say the very least. But we're still, like, seeing the effects of it. And I was at school the other day just having a normal day, as normal as, you know, one can have. And I get an email that my son was tardy to school and has now gotten two detentions. And of course, next thing you know, my son's in my classroom, just totally distraught, very upset. Like, I can't catch a break is what he said. You know, he said, I, I, this happened. And, you know, a lot of my tardies were from before when I just wasn't thinking about things. And now this last one, I was just trying to motivate myself to get out of bed. And it's hard to even get to school. And he's really been good about trying to be at school. He really has. Especially when you look at what his attendance was like last year because of his depression. He's really trying. And my heart just sank. It sank when I saw the email. And then it sank when I saw his face. Because I just knew This kid, I mean, the word said it all. I can't catch a break. That's what he said. And I was just so, I wanted to stop everything I was doing and hug him. And I felt so sorry for him because I knew, you know, I mean, to me, tardies are not a huge deal. It's not like he's a discipline problem. It's a mixture of a lot of things. You know, that's one of those things that's going to be, probably a lesson for him. Well, I think he learned his lesson through the other day, actually. But, you know, it's like of all the things that you could be, tardy is not the worst of the things you could be. So I felt really bad. And I knew that if he served attention, he would sit in there and just have time to just think about everything that's happened. And that's not good because an overthinker, someone with anxiety just has time to sit and they tend to stew and focus on all the bad things that happen because he hasn't been taught yet how not to do that, how to refocus his attention. You know, that's one of the things that unfortunately I learned after they were already teenagers. You know, my transformation happened just a few years ago. So these are not skills I taught them growing up because I did not know them myself. And I'm trying to go back and actively help them and teach them those things. But I didn't have the skills to teach him that when he was growing up. So he is the type that will just overthink, 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 which is what I used to do. But my heart just sank because I thought, oh, you know, this he's really trying. This kid is trying. And then this is what happens. 
But then I immediately thought, you know what? No, this is a lesson. This is a lesson for us. And I said to him, I said, did you say anything to your principal about what happened? Because I had told the head principal, but I didn't tell his personal assistant principal over his class. And he said, well, I just said, you know, that with all the stuff that's happened with my dad. And I said, oh, I said, he doesn't have any idea what has happened because I didn't tell him. And I doubt that they told him. I said, you need to send an email, you know, just advocate for yourself. Just send an email and say, this is what's happening. Is there any way that, you know, we can, you know, work around this or whatever? Because I was having trouble getting up and getting to school because I wanted to stay home and stay in bed and, you know, be depressed all day. And he sent the email and they were so kind and they worked with him and they said, yes, you know, instead of after school detention, we're going to schedule um, during your lunch and study hall, you're going to come in and, and you can meet with the social worker and we're going to work through some stuff. And I just thought, how awesome was that? It was so great of them to, you know, sometimes and so often People look at things in life as everything has to be black and white. Like, oh, well, if you've gone over a rule, it can't be bent. And that's so stupid. I'm so sorry. That's one of the reasons, and I'm not saying we shouldn't have laws, but I'm just saying that people should use common sense sometimes because sometimes things happen. Like, for example, if somebody is speeding and you pull them over and they're like, my child's in the car and I need to go to the emergency room. Yes, I know you're supposed to call 911, whatever. But, you know, there are exceptions to things, you know? And this was one of those situations in life where I think there was a reasonable exception and they were so kind in being able to work with him on that and provide a solution that will actually give him help as well. How cool is that? And we never would have known that they were that supportive and comforting for him if he hadn't sent that email and hadn't just talked to his principal, you know, one-on-one. And I think so many people are afraid to do that. We're so afraid to speak up for ourselves. And here's another problem. So many people assume that people understand what you're going through. And I'm here to tell you that people do not understand what you're going through unless you open your mouth and you talk to them and you tell them. You know, I had to decide when this whole thing happened with my children and their dad, I had to decide what I was going to say because I knew I was going to have to take some time off. And I could have just said, I'm tired, I'm stressed, I need some time off. But I thought, you know what? No. I want people to understand what's happening and what we're going through because number one, it might help someone else to know they're not alone. I had so many people reach out and say, oh my gosh, I had a similar situation. And that is really one of the things about this podcast is I meet so many people who say, I felt like I'm not alone. Like I'm not the only person who's ever gone through this. And I really believe that that is one of the purposes and the point of this podcast is to let everyone know we're all connected. You're not alone. We all share common experiences. And that's the amazing thing about being connected. And we are. On a soul level, we are all connected. Even if I don't know your name and I don't know your face and where you live, we're still connected. And you can still feel that when you listen to this podcast. 
And so I knew that sharing my story would help others. And I knew that it would help everyone else understand the subsequent podcasts and things that would happen and would occur because I knew there were things to be learned from this. You know, I think everything that happens to us in life is a lesson. And as tragic as it is, it's still something that can benefit and help others. Because if I'm talking about this and the effect that it had on people, and one person hears this and says, oh, you know what, I don't want to do that to my family and I need to go get help, then that's worth it, right? It's worth it if it helps even one person. So those are the two main reasons why I wanted to talk about what was happening. And I want to be my authentic self and, you know, put myself out there and say, this is who I am. Scars and all, it's who I am. And that's one of the things that I said to my son was, you just need to, you need to be honest and you need to talk to them and you need to tell them what's going on. And I think he felt so much better too when he did because, you know, it was like now people know and they're, they want to help him. And so it's not like he has to hide and say, oh, this happened, you know, and, and try to play it off. No, they're embracing him and saying, we're here to help you. And I think that that's one thing that a lot of people don't understand. And I say this with my students too. I have students all the time who will be struggling or who have something happen so they don't turn in homework or they do really poorly on a quiz or something. And it's only later they'll tell me, well, you know, I didn't do well because, and it'll range from any story. Like I've had kids who said, I was at the hospital all night. My sister was having a baby and I didn't get any sleep to, they shut off our power. I mean, I've heard so many different stories and I say to my students now at the beginning of the year, look, talk to me, tell me what's going on, because if I don't know, I can't help you, but I'm absolutely willing to help you. And I think that that is a lesson that we need to be teaching more often, not just kids, but adults, because where do they get it? They get it by watching us sit and suffer and trying to do everything ourselves without asking for help. And I just felt like this was such a an important topic that we need to get rid of that stigma or whatever that asking for help is a sign of weakness because it's not at all and it doesn't make you look stupid or anything that's that was my thought always growing up was I didn't want to ask a question because I was afraid that people would see me as stupid right like if she doesn't know the answer to that she must be really stupid but what I found is It looks much worse if I go ahead and try to do things on my own and I totally mess it up. I look much more competent if I ask a question early on and I'm able to then take care of things myself. But I had to learn that the hard way because there were so many times when I had project or whatever at work and I didn't ask a question early on because I didn't want to look stupid or like I didn't know enough. And then I messed up something that in the end turned out to be a big mess. But in the beginning, had I asked the question and caught it right away, it wouldn't have messed things up so much. And same thing with school. 
math for me was such a struggle. And I can tell you exactly when it became a struggle for me. It wasn't like I was, uh, you know, I was good at math really ever. I was not a super amazing math student, but I was always average or just a little bit above average, which was fine. Like I didn't, it didn't frustrate me. Like I didn't hate math. It just wasn't something that I naturally excelled in, but I was okay with it. And it wasn't until I got to the seventh grade that I absolutely hated math and became frustrated with it. And I can pinpoint exactly when that started. And it was when I had a teacher that I would ask her for help. And I won't name her name because she's probably still alive out there somewhere and I don't want to insult her. But I had this teacher and I would ask a question and in front of the whole class, she would make me feel stupid by responding in such a way that was sarcastic. And that is one of the things, being a teacher, I said that I would never do that to a student. I never, ever want a student to feel stupid for asking a question. And I'm not going to make a student the butt of my joke just to, you know, I I have to assume that it boosted her self-esteem at some weird way, making kids feel stupid, I guess, made her feel smarter. Um, which I don't get. I don't understand that. Like the point of a teacher is to make things easier for kids and to make it um, meaningful and for them to be able to understand it and grasp it. And if you, you know, I hear teachers all the time, they're like, I'm so tough. Kids fail my classes or they do. It's like, if that's happening, I would not be bragging about that. That does not make you a good teacher. In fact, In my opinion, that makes you the opposite of a good teacher. If kids are struggling, it means you're not making the the material meaningful to them and you're not making it easy for them to absorb. And I wouldn't brag about that. And that's what this teacher did to me. She, you know, made me feel very stupid when it came to math. And I got frustrated and I just didn't want to deal with it. And so I stopped asking questions. And then because I stopped asking questions, I got more and more behind. And so it just became a thing for me. It was like traumatic to have to study math because it reminded me of that teacher. And I think that a lot of people, we make that mistake. Like we might encounter one person who isn't sympathetic when we ask a question and they do make us feel stupid. But I'm here to tell you, you can't let that stop you because not everyone is going to react that way. And this is what I told my son. I said, all you can do is ask, you know, just reach out and ask. They can say no, but that doesn't have to make you feel bad because if someone says no, that says a lot about their character more than it does yours. But you will never know what somebody will say or how they'll reach out to help you if you don't ask. And I've just gotten into the habit in my own life where I don't care anymore if I look stupid, I ask anyway. And I know there's some people who say, well, it's better to beg for forgiveness than to ask for permission. But that's, you know, I think that's a different case anyway. But I think that you definitely need to speak up 
and advocate for yourself because I think there's so many people who are willing to help you. You should never be afraid to voice your needs and oftentimes the needs that you are voicing are just that you need someone to help you in some way or another, whether it's, look, I've made this mistake and I just need some help fixing it, or, you know, look, this happened, you know, like with my son, like I, you know, I know that I was supposed to be here at this time, but here's what happened. And it's not that you're making excuses for everything. I don't think, I mean, it's not that at all. Because I know, like if my students come to me and they say, you know, there's a difference between somebody who's always coming to you with some excuse or another, or a student who genuinely comes to you and says, you know what, here's what happened. I couldn't study last night because we didn't have electricity and I didn't have any lights and I couldn't do anything. You know, I mean, stories like that, we're human. And as I said, we're all connected. And that is really what we need to remember is that we're connected. So when people come to you and they need your help, think about that. Think about your humanness for a moment and think about how we're all connected and how would you feel if you were in that person's shoes and how can you help them? I think that is something that we really, really need to be teaching more of in schools is that need for students to advocate for themselves because what I found is that a lot of parents just don't advocate for their children. They just don't. And I don't know what that's about. I don't know if they're just checked out and they don't even bother. Like, you know, there's just a lot of parents that I see today who don't look at their kids' grades, who have no clue what the grades are until they get them, or who don't have any idea what's going on with their child. And, you know, you reach out to them and contact them. And I have a lot of parents, when I reach out, I don't ever get a response back. It doesn't mean I don't think that the parents don't love their kids. I just think that there is a level today in some way of people... It's like you have two extremes because you have helicopter parents who are constantly hovered over their kid, wondering everything they're doing. And then you have the total opposite, the parent who's just hands off. And there are many reasons for that. I know that. Sometimes it's really awful reasons, like parents are using drugs and just not around. And sometimes it's just, I think, parents are just kind of hands off. You know, they're like, well, they're at the high school level now. They need to figure it out. And the thing is, they're not adults. And even when their kids turn 18, just because the government says they're an adult, there's still some level of that needing to still guide them and to teach them how to get through this. Because life is difficult, and it doesn't come with an instruction manual. Wouldn't that be nice if it did? But it doesn't. So we have to try to help our children navigate this, our young adults navigate this. And it's not easy. But I think that's why advocating and teaching them how to advocate for themselves is so important. But I find, again, like I said, that a lot of adults don't even advocate for themselves. So that's where I think 
we need to be better about speaking up, telling people, these are my needs, this is what I need from you, because we assume that people know. And people cannot read our minds. I mean, some people can, but um, yeah, it's not those people. Most people in our lives can't tell what we're thinking. So we have to be better about speaking up and saying, this is what I'm thinking. This is what I need from you. And I need help. Or I have a question I just need to ask. We don't need to be afraid or embarrassed or ashamed because it doesn't diminish your capabilities, your worth, how competent you are to say that I need help. And it doesn't show weakness. It's actually a sign of strength to know when you need help and to get the help you need. So whatever you are doing in your life, please be sure to speak up for yourself. Take the initiative to be your own advocate because no one else is going to do that for you. And you know what you need better than anyone else. So don't let anyone else try to speak for you. Instead, speak up, speak your truth, be your own advocate. All right, guys, I want to thank you for joining me. I pulled a card for you today, and the card I pulled is from the Chakra Healing Deck by the Sage Goddess, and it is tenderness. There is strength and softness and softness and strength. You have learned to demonstrate both with such agility and grace. Your capacity to love knows no boundaries, which grants you the spaciousness to give and receive love freely. Rise in love, stand in love, expand in love. Be in love. Love is the core and the essence of who you are. Let your tenderness show in all you do. Be a gentle voice in the world, a tender touch, a warm embrace, a soft whisper. I love that. And I mean, if that doesn't have something to do with what we've been talking about, not only do you have to advocate for yourself, but you need to have tenderness and kindness towards others. So when others come to you, you may have the instinct to be, you know, a, a hard ass with people and toe the line and say, no, it's black and white. These are the rules. But Personally, I believe that rules are made to be broken sometimes. Sometimes things are not always black and white. Sometimes a lot of things are gray. And that makes it really difficult. And it's in those times that you need to lean on your intuition to know whether or not this person deserves your grace. Because I think that most of the time, most people do. We've all been there. We've all had situations where Things happened and and they weren't things that we planned on and and we are needing someone to show mercy and grace to us. So imagine yourself being in the same situation and when someone comes to you and says, I need your help, listen with an open heart. All right, guys. Well, I want to thank you so much for being here with me today. As always, if you like this podcast, please share it with others. Please subscribe. Please leave me reviews from wherever you're listening. Leave me some stars on iTunes. That is how people find me. The more reviews I have, the more subscribers, the more likes, the more comments, the more my podcast shows up for other people to find. Also, if you purchase my book, 
beautifully broken. You have a couple of days left to get in on the contest. Take a picture of yourself with my book, post it on your social media, and tag me in your post. Or take a picture of it and send it to me, and I will enter your name to win a free session with me. I'm going to announce the winner Saturday, March 14th, so make sure that you get in on this contest. Also, if you have purchased my book and you like it, please leave me a review from wherever you purchased it. That helps me too because, again, it's all about reviews. The more reviews you have, the more your book, your podcast, everything shows up. And you are helping me so much by doing that. You may not realize what a big deal that is. It only takes you maybe five minutes out of your day, but it means the absolute world to me. And I really appreciate all of you who have done that. Also, if you would like to work with me, go to my website, melissaoatman.com. There you will see all of the services I offer, as well as the description and pricing. You can purchase a session from my website, and when you're ready to book it, just simply contact me. You can either email me, text me, call me, message me on social media, or message me from my website, and we will schedule your appointment. I do it that way. That way I can give you the best options available for timing for uh, booking a session because some days I have holidays that I'm off and normally through the week I have to work you know Monday through Friday but there are certain times when oh I'm off oh yeah I can do Friday day this time or whatever so that's why I like to do it that way it's more flexible which gives you better options for scheduling Don't forget to follow me on social media. I go live on Facebook Mondays at 530 Central where I do a free card reading. And I also post videos on IGTV. So follow me. And all of my contact info is in the description to this podcast. So you'll find everything you need to get a hold of me, to reach me. Do not hesitate to reach out. I want to thank you all for being a part of my soul tribe. I love you so very much, and I am sending you so much love and light, and I will talk to you again soon. Bye, guys.